Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of I Won't Stop Until I Win. I am your host, Jose Flores, and each week I'll be sharing inspiring stories of people who push through the pain, who overcome adversity, and who keep on running their race to become the winners they are today. So thank you for spending some time with me, and let's jump right into the show. Hey, what's going on, family? And thanks again for hanging out with me for another week of I Won't Stop Until I Win. And as you already know, before every episode, I always like to take a few moments to give some thanks to God, because I believe that without him, none of this will be possible. So I just pray that somebody out there that's listening is inspired, motivated, and encouraged to not only learn more and do more, but to become more. And I pray that you'll be able to get some of the nuggets that we drop on today's episode uh, into your life. And I pray that in Jesus' name. And listen, guys, you already know every single time I bring a guest onto the show, I always bring the fire individuals who are going to drop some fire nuggets on you guys. And today is no different. Today's guest is a world-renowned entrepreneur known for his ability to generate six and seven-figure profits for his clients nationwide by using paid traffic. His work has been featured in ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, Yahoo Finance, Today Show, and the list can go on and on. He's also been recognized as a top online entrepreneur by USA Today, as well as a top 20 entrepreneur by Forbes magazine. I told you guys, fire is coming. So ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming today's special guest, my boy, Matt Young. What is going on, my man? How you doing, brother? What's good, brother? Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it, man. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, yeah me too, man. And so, you know, we were conversating a little bit before, you know, uh, we hit record. <laughs> and you were telling me yeah, a little yeah. bit, of, you know, you were telling me a little bit about your background, which is which, which I think I, I would like, I want you to share with, with my audience, because I think it's important. A lot of times you see, you know, people who are successful and we kind of look at them like they're all the way up there. And how can I get up there? And like, they're so far out of our reach. And uh, we're all human beings, man, right? We're all human beings. Uh, we, we all work o- off the same clock. <laughs> and uh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, right? So tell, t- tell people a little bit about, you know, your background and, and, and some of the things that you've been through and how that catapulted you to get to where you are today doing the amazing things that you're doing today. Yeah, so, you know, um, just like everybody else, right, we all have our own adversities, we all have our own struggles, and uh, I always like to say that those are inevitable in life, but what you do from that point is what dictates, you know, where your life's going to go, and, you know, when I was eight years old, I was homeless in Boston, Massachusetts for six months, that was like, that was like real life for me, right, so as you can imagine, that would shapeshift anybody especially from a young age that I think changed something with inside of my brain. There was a, a different layer of urgency in my life. There was a different layer of like, That's right. I have to figure it. Yeah. I have to figure this out. Like, and it has to be like yesterday, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah, that, 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 uh, kind of, I, I guess was like a, a monumental moment in my life. And when I share that, you know, it's, it's more so just to inspire people that, like, it's not about a pity story. It's really about, like, inspiring people to know that, like, doesn't matter what layer of adversity you go through. It, it All of it is valid. You know, if you have struggles, every like everybody does, it's all valid. But the question is, what will you do from that point where you have these struggles? Are you going to just bow out and, and, um, and, and, take it on the, and take it on the chin and just say, woe is me? 
and give up or are you going to leverage that as a stepping stone and as your fuel for, for fire to, to, to catapult you, like you said, um, forward. And so that was kind of like the beginning stages of, of, of uh, really kind of my entrepreneurship um, journey. Because from that point, you know, when I was eight years old, um, you know, obviously like my parents didn't have, or my mother anyways, because, you know, she kind of raised me. Um, you know, she didn't really have a lot of money. And so I quickly realized like I had to step up uh, ever since I was young. So I was doing everything and anything that I possibly could to to monetize, right? I was selling Pokemon cards. I was selling pixie, uh, pixie sticks at school. I was shoveling uh, snow uh, in New York. As you know, that's like a huge hustle, shoveling yeah. snow. So yeah, so I used to trek, I used to trek across the, the, the neighborhood to like some of the more affluent neighborhoods in, in New York and uh, in my Carhartt jacket and my Timberland <laughs> boots and uh, my feet were frozen. And, um, you know, that, that was like really like the start of it. That's the um, real was, grind right there. That's the real grind. <laughs> that's no shocking. That's that real grind, man. <laughs> that, that's the realest grind. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's, that's really what I started uh, my entrepreneurship on. So, so yeah, it's been a long, long time coming. Long way to go too, of course, you know, like the, this is like the, just the beginning for, for us, you know? Yeah, man, the grind never stops, man. The grind never stops. And I appreciate that, man. Thanks for sharing that because, you know, like you said, I think we all go through our own adversities. We all go through our own challenges and our own, you know, our own setbacks. But what was the, uh, what was the, you know, what was the turning point for you? Like, what was that moment in your life where you said, you know, I don't want to just keep making it by the skin of my teeth. You know what I mean? I don't want to just keep living check to check or, you know, hustle to hustle. Like I want to get involved in something that's going to, you know, be sustainable and be long-term that can provide not only for me, but for my family, help, you know, help your mom out, help your family out. Um, being that you guys went from being homeless for several months to now you generating, you know, six and seven figure uh, profits for your clients. So what was that turning point and what was your mindset? So that's a twofold question. What was the turning point and what was your mindset like at that point? What were you thinking about? You know, what were your thought processes and how were your thought patterns and what were you saying? Like, what was the conversation you were having in your head? I, you know, what's crazy. And, and, and when I share this with people, I feel like, you know, people think I'm like BSing or something, but my mind state, even when I was a child like never changed like I always I was always detached from my situation in the context of like I never took that as like the overlaying theme of my life I looked at it as like a moment in my life but I don't I never allowed it to define me as an individual because I I, I always just like I don't know I, I I didn't identify myself or I didn't label myself as like this kid who was homeless I was just like oh this is a circumstance this is a situation that I'm going through right now it's gonna it's gonna pass um did you have at a young age that mindset that said um you know you said this is just a moment this is just a season in my life but did you have a mindset that said no matter what I know I'm gonna make it I think always man always that's good man it was like yeah, it was like, you know, like, even when I was going through it, I knew like, this is temporary. And again, man, I, I'm so thankful. And I'm so grateful for those moments in my life. Because literally, I, I, I just got done with another podcast the other day. And this guy, Nate Bailey, super cool guy. Oh, um, my boy. Yeah, <laughs> we wanted yeah, to. Yeah, no, too. <laughs> yeah he, he's, he's really good people. And uh, 
he asked me the same thing and I said, you know, it's my vantage point within the marketplace because my brain is just hardwired a little bit differently. And so, um, I use it as a strength. It's like uh, my level of resiliency, like, cause I'm not, you know, I don't perceive myself as like an Elon Musk or like the smartest guy in the room by any means. But one thing that can't be taken away from me is like, I will outwork anybody. Like, and that's just a common fact. Like, even people that used to work with me, my coworkers, I mean, like I, I was always the first to show up and the last to leave, like, you know, and that's just like Im- embedded in, in me. And so the turning point really was like, you know, when things stopped, because, well, first and foremost, right, I had to put myself in a position of like having some, some stability financially, right? And so um, once you have enough, then it becomes about like impact. Um, but I think up until that point, I think it was about, fi- you know, financial abundance. But once you have like a certain point where you know you're going to be good for like, you know, quite a few years, your brain starts to shift to like, how can I create the biggest impact in people's lives? And that, tra- you know, that, um, that ideology or that kind of belief system came in my later adulthood life, right? When I was like, you know, 25, I started making, you know, six figures. Um, and then, you know, obviously up until, till now it's, it's a lot, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a lot more than that, but, uh, you know, once you have like some solid ground, your brain, I think shifts from like, okay, how can I make money or how can I, you know, monetize to like, how, how can I create the biggest impact? And vicariously by thinking about the impact, Naturally, the chain of events comes where you make more money. People want to do more business with you because you're, you're, you're aligning yourself with a deeper purpose um, in life. Um, and so that, that came in my later years. Now, you seem, you seem, like, a, you know, you seem like a good dude, like a, like a good kid. And, and like, how did how's your mom feel about where you are now? Like knowing that, you know, where you came from. And, you know, as a parent, that has to probably be horrible you know, being homeless with your kid. Do you have siblings or was it just you? Yeah, no, I have, I have siblings. I'm the youngest of, uh, of, of three. So, uh, you know, as a parent, that's, that has to be tough, you know, being with, knowing that, you know, you have nowhere to go. Uh, you're separated from your spouse and you have nowhere to go and you're homeless for a couple months. How does that, how does your family feel now that you've kind of like, you know, I don't want to say made it because I don't think no one ever makes it because we're always continuing. Right growing and learning right but how do they feel now knowing that you're you know you with the decisions and choices that you've made and and you're pretty sustainable now and doing some cool things how how do they feel about that like do you guys ever talk about that behind the scenes when your home family gatherings like hey remember back then when we were look at where we are now yeah you know um i i have like i've had a couple conversations with one of my brothers about it um you know i i admittedly like i don't have like a super super duper tight relationship with like all of my siblings um it's all love of course like i you know i live in three thousand miles away from them right like i live super far away they all live back in new york um so i don't always get a chance to see them and a lot of you know they're all busy like i am myself but there's definitely been conversations and you know of course it's i think it's in a weird way i think it's more crazy for them then I, I think it is for me probably just because like, I don't know. I, I think when, 
because I've always thought that like I was kind of destined for this, not to sound like egotistical or anything, but like every single day, even when I was in low moments, like my brain was just hardwired to believe that like, like I always had a sense of like delusional confidence about where I was going. And I never allowed for my circumstances to like define or keep me down. So I don't know. I think for, for them, it might be a little bit more of a shocker than for me, but I think just in general, it's a beautiful feeling to like look back and like, cause I, I perceive success in the, in, in the way of like being able to take whatever you have in your brain and actually manifest that and materialize it. Like that to me is success on any, it could be on the most molecular level. It could be on a grand scale, but just thinking of an idea, planting that in this world and having the world affirm. Yeah, Matt, that's true. Like this, this can happen and then actually going and doing it. So that for me is like the, the, the biggest, most dope feeling in, in, in my life. And I think, you know, I think my brothers are proud. My family, I think is proud. I think that for them, like I said, it might be more of a shocker for me. It was kind of like, finally things are starting to happen, you know? Like I, I've been planting these seeds for, for, for years and I think that that's, um, you know, like some of the things that people don't see that I wasn't always sharing is like, dude, sometimes I was working 18 hours, 19, 20 hours. I mean, I, I literally remember sitting at my desk for so long when I first started Matt Young Media. I sat at my desk at two in the morning and literally till the next day at two in the morning, I was still at my desk. And like, that wasn't something that I promoted or anything. It was just like, these things need to be done in order for me to scale my businesses. And yeah, like I, I forgot, like if it was day or nighttime sometimes because I would be just fixated on my work. And that was like, not just one day or two days. I mean, I would, I would do like 18 to 20 hour like stretches of work for a couple months before I felt like, oh man, like I'm about to burn out. Then I would like take a little bit of a break then go back to it. And, um, but I think that's a good yeah. imagery. I think that's a good imagery that you're painting right now, because I think that's what people need to understand that that's what success looks like. It's not just a yeah. nine five or it's just not, it's not just a couple hours here, a couple hours there. It's a constant grind. You know what I mean? Obviously we have to rest. We're humans. We're not machines. We don't just plug in and, and then go, right? We have to recharge, yeah. set, reboot. But I think that's a good imagery. And, and that's the type of imagery I like to paint for my audience because, you know, it's called, I won't stop until I win. And everybody in, in life wants to win, but a lot of people don't want to do what it takes to become a winner. Right. Absolutely. It's like, you know, you hear the story of Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan and, and LeBron James and them staying after practice for hours later, shooting a thousand more free throws or a thousand more jump shots. I was, just, I was literally just speaking with my virtual assistant about that literally last night. I was like, you know, you know, Kobe, I was, I was saying that same analogy, right? Like Kobe Bryant would hit up his coach and say, hey, am I bothering you? Like, I need you to come down and help me practice. And Kobe had already been there for two, three hours. And his, mind you, two, three hours. And his coach would arrive to help him at four in the morning. So do the math. This Kobe was there since 1 a.m. shooting shots. So it's like the things that people don't see um, is the amount of crazy effort and work that needs to be put in. Because when you're an entrepreneur, you're not getting a paycheck. Like, 
Like you only show up, you only get paid when you actually put in the work, right? So these systems that I've built and these people that I've employed and the, the, the visions and the everything, the softwares that I've built, the, the companies that I've scaled, that all had to come from the work that we put in when nobody is watching. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing about entrepreneurship is like, you may do that for years and you have to expect that it may not even materialize, but you still have to go full gusto and, 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 and put your heart and soul into it for it to even have an, a chance at succeeding, not even guaranteed that it's going to succeed, but just the chance that it may succeed. You need to show up a thousand percent and that still might not be good enough. And you have to take that on the chin and not only accept it, but you have to embrace that um, for these things to even happen. And so, 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 so like yourself, you know, like, you know, you've been on, on uh, Forbes for having a, a, a top book to read, right? That didn't happen from just, uh, you, know, you know, you putting pen to paper. You had to have the right book, the right ideas, the right thoughts, the right um, ideologies and the right things that people actually want to soak up. And enough people want to have to soak it up for it to be deemed a success. But you put in those 10,000 hours for, for that to even exist and for that to even occur. And so it's, you know, man, it's, it's just, um, it's a lot of work. Is it rewarding? Absolutely, man. It's, it's a thousand percent rewarding, but it's, it's all those, those, those moments that nobody sees. I, I like carrots grow underground, right? So carrots grow underground. You might not see, like, you don't see the, all you see is the, the, the after effect, which is the carrot, but those carrots were sprouting for weeks and months before it actually popped out of the ground. And that's like, that's exactly what success looks like. That's right. That's right. Great analogy, man. Now you touched on something you talked, you spoke about, you know, some of the systems that you've built and created and your clients. I want to just jump into that real quick. I just want to shift gears. Mm -hmm. What are some of the systems that you've created um, and, and processes that you've created that help your clients, you know, win in their areas? Yeah. So the first company that I built was Matt Young Media. And at the time, this is the funny, this is the crazy part about it. And um, a lot of people don't believe me, but I scaled Matt Young Media with $500. So like that literally is everything that I invested in, in Matt Young Media. I bought a logo. I bought a website, a, a cheap website. Like now, nowadays, I, I've spent thousands on, on websites, but I bought a cheap website that I never used, uh, a logo that... I don't use and an LLC. Um, and I scaled that up, you know, pretty, pretty quickly. Uh, I, I was doing, I think 25 to 30 grand, um, residual after like two months of starting it. So that scaled pretty quickly. Obviously it's, it's, it's doing better than that now, but the second company that I built was called Realply and Realply is basically like a software solution that allows you to, it's a LinkedIn system. And it's a direct messaging system. So basically we slide in your ideal client's DMs with like the most genius messaging that gets them out of their seat and responds back to you with positive interest um, and having them want to do business with you. And we send that to thousands of, 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 uh, of potential clients every single month. And that's through LinkedIn only? Yeah, that system is through LinkedIn. So it's a software system. So you plug in to our software. You like, for instance, if you were looking for more entrepreneurs for on your podcast, right? 
we would say, okay, perfect. We're going to go on LinkedIn. We're going to put you in front of 2,000 or 1,000 or 500, you know, depending on, on what plan you go with. Um, and we would put genius messaging in front of them that would give you the highest chance that they would actually want to respond and say, hey, I would like to book an appointment or I would like to schedule a call and, um, and see how we can work together. And, that, and that's called and Realply? And that's called Realply, yeah. All right. Now, now Matt, yeah. Young, Matt Young Media, what, what, is, what is that company all about? So we run paid advertisements for real estate agents. Like we work with some of the top real estate agents across the nation um, to help them generate qualified live transfers. So like the big thing in real estate marketing is that most marketing agencies just sell you a lead. And a lead could be like Mickey Mouse 555 at gmail.com. It doesn't mean that, that that lead is serious about actually purchasing. So I noticed that very early on and I said, okay, well, if I want, if I'm going to be successful with doing this, I have to build a stronger system that's going to allow for agents the convenience of like just hopping on the phone with somebody who they know is interested, is qualified and is ready to actually speak to an agent because these, these real estate agents are busy. Like they're not going to be chasing some daffy duck around town. Like they, they want to deal with like serious individuals. And so we have a call center that calls text and emails every single lead. Um, and then once we get them on the, the phone, uh, we speak very eloquently professionally about their market and about, you know, seeing what it is that they need. Are they pre-approved? Do they need to speak with a lender? How far are they from making that purchase? Are they relocating? What schools do they, do they need to be in? Are they looking for a three bed, two bath, a five bed, three bath? All of their criteria. And then once we nail down what they're looking for, we say, okay, I'm going to partner you with a preferred uh, top agent in this area. Uh, and I'm going to transfer you now. And then before we actually transfer them, we actually have a conversation with that agent and give them all of the details. And so that, so basically they go into that phone call extremely warm, knowing, you know, something about it, even their personality, like, Hey, this is their personality type. Um, you know, just want to prep you for this call. Are you ready for the transfer? They say, okay. And we, we play matchmaker. <laughs> awesome. man. Awesome. <laughs> No, and that's, 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 that's definitely, and I, I totally understand where you're coming from because like you said, that Mickey Mouse, whatever, at gmail.com, you, you know, people still even, till, till today, people still pay for those type of leads, which are, in essence, those are dead leads, right? And they're still they're, paying. They're not, so. Yeah. Yeah, people want, people want results, you know, at the end of the day. And they're, and they're paying good, you know, it's not, this is the thing, right? Like, I'm not the cheapest to work with either, right? And so um, they're paying a decent uh, price, but they're also getting results. So for instance, in some markets, the uh, average purchase price is like 1.3, 1.4 million, especially in places like San Francisco, San Jose. So, you know, they might spend five, six, seven grand per month investing with Matt Young Media. But when we transfer them a lead, that commission check equates to 40 $45,000, right? So they're not focused on the five, six, seven uh, K that they might invest. They're more focused on what they're going to receive for that 
yeah. for that investment. Absolutely. That's a small, that's a small percentage to, that's like a 10%. If you're paying 5,000, for example, for $50,000 commission, that's, right. a small, that's a small price to pay. They're looking for those big wins, man. And, and that's what it's all about. So that's awesome, Absolutely. bro. So you have Matt Young Media that deals with real estate agents and getting them clean, qualified, transferable leads. And then you also mm -hmm. have um, the real ply, which deals with finding more leads <laughs> for any industry through LinkedIn based on your client's current needs. Is that correct? hundred percent. Yeah. And we have, we have some of the biggest whales, man. I'm so fortunate. Um, you know, we've inked some of the biggest deals with uh, national title companies with uh, a company right now is doing $37 billion in funding. Uh, we have them. They're a loan origination company. Uh, we have some of the, you know, the Keller Williams and just some big, big names uh, using our, our system. Um, you know, we, we have some of the biggest developers, people who got Grant Cardone into real estate. Uh, we have, you know, 11 time Wall Street Journal bestselling authors using our system. So really fortunate to, to know that, like, you know, people of, of that level of caliber are, are seeing the type of success that we would have expected um, when, when we first built this out, you know, and so it's, it's been a process, but definitely we're rolling out some, some awesome things, some different verticals too. So real ply is going to branch into law ply, dentist ply, insure ply, um, loan ply, finance ply, right. For all different industries as well. So it's going to like real ply is going to be the, the, the biggest like enterprise. And then like the franchise or like the branch is going to be different industries, auto ply for automotive, yeah. um, things like that. That's awesome, man. That's cool. That's real cool. I like that. That's dope, man. So listen, man, you know, thanks again for taking time out. I know you're busy running two successful full-time businesses. Uh, you know, I appreciate you taking the time out and hanging out with me and my audience. Where can people find uh, more about you? Uh, and, and if they want to work with you, check out some of your services, uh, real estate agents that are listening or just anybody who's really looking for more leads, whether it's through your real estate company or through, through LinkedIn, where can they find more yeah. about Matt Young and, and check you out? So you can find me on Facebook at iMattYoung. So facebook.com slash iMattYoung. Um, same thing for Instagram. Instagram. As my handle is I Matt Young or even LinkedIn at I Matt Young. Awesome. And what about any websites? Yeah, you can find me at www.mattyoungmedia.com. You could also go to realply.com for my LinkedIn software solution. Awesome. Awesome. Well, there you have it, folks. Matt Young over here dropping fire uh, for any real estate agents out there or anybody really looking for leads in any industry. He, can, he got the hookup on LinkedIn. So you definitely want to reach out to him. And uh, also make sure that you tune in next week, as always, because we're going to be dropping more nuggets every single week. So listen, guys, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. And until next week, make sure that you don't stop until you win. Take care and God bless. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of I Won't Stop Until I Win. Once again, I am your host, Jose Flores, and make sure you visit me at joseinspires360.com where you'll see links to all my social media where I'm bringing content like this every single day on how you can win and keep on winning. We have new episodes dropping every week, so make sure you guys like, subscribe, and share with other winners so that everyone can keep up with what's going on. Once again, I appreciate you tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode 
episode of I Won't Stop Until I Win. 